Hey everybody, hopping back onto the PBTC Fitness Podcast. Welcome. Um, got me and Roy in the house today. Hello. How are we doing today? <laughs> Hope everybody's doing good. And we're here to talk about carb cycling, or should I say calorie cycling Calories. for fight less. Yeah, not carb cycling, <laughs> calorie cycling. Carb cycling is going to be on a different one <laughs> in the future. But um, calorie cycling for fat loss, because when we're talking about fat loss, we all know when it comes down to the basic science of it that in order to have fat loss, we have to be in a calorie deficit. Whatever our maintaining calories are per day, we need to be under that. And we know that the maintenance calories for our body is roughly our body weight times 12. That kind of gives us a rough estimation of how much our body burns, how many calories our body burns per day at rest, your basal metabolic rate, how much you burn. That's not including how much you um, you know, burn with a workout. You can add that on top of that and whatnot. But basically, we're just going to go off the amount of calories your body would burn at rest. So therefore, we can be in a calorie deficit. And the calorie deficit does not need to be huge. I'm thinking maybe um, you know, uh, if you're at 2,000 calories a day for your maintenance, you're instead of eating 2,000, you eat 1,900. Or even 1950 if you're really still hungry. You know, it's it's still a calorie deficit, especially if you're going to the gym and getting more calories burned. Yeah. So, but before I get into calorie cycling, everybody, when I talk about counting your calories, they go, oh, I don't want to count calories. Like, of course you don't want to count calories. Nobody wants to count calories. Nobody wants to sit down Um and look at a menu at a restaurant with the, when they're with their friends and be like, oh man, I gotta see how many calories this is, da da da. And I'm not asking you to do that for your whole life. But what you do need to do is you do need to see where you're at, especially if you've been working out for a while, you've been trying to diet for a while and you haven't really gotten and near, anywhere near the goals you wanna achieve, then we might wanna start thinking about at least for a month, really jotting down everything we're actually putting into our bodies and seeing exactly where our calories are and if we're actually in a calorie deficit. But before we even go into counting calories, um, I just wanna first and foremost come out and say that you don't need to count calories. That's not a must. This is, you're counting calories and I, 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 I encourage everybody to count calories for a month to see where you're at so you can get a good relationship with food so you can know um, how many calories it really takes for your body to get full, how many calories you usually eat at breakfast, at lunch, at dinner, and where you might be missing the marks so that we can get on track and really fast track towards your fat loss goals. But once you start doing that after a month or so, you really start regulating your body. You really start understanding your body a little bit more. And then you're able to actually start eating in a calorie deficit without counting calories. You'll understand like, oh, yeah, that's about 500 calories. I ate the close. Because really, it's about how we feel. Our body will tell us when we need more calories. And our body will also tell us when we're not hungry anymore. And then it also tells us when we're full, and a lot of us go past even that full part, not even just the, oh, I'm not hungry anymore part. When you're satisfied is when you should stop eating. And I encourage everybody before they, um, after they start this small calorie loss or calorie cycling thing we're gonna talk about today, to after you're done counting calories for the month and a half, really be detailed with it so that when you're done, so that you can hop off of it and stop calorie counting. 
you know, and, and just know intuitively, you know, within yourself, oh, this is how much I'm eating. I understand where I'm at. And then you'll feel much better about it because you're not counting every little calorie. You'll understand that, oh, I can have one cheat meal or even even something once a day that's not too great for me. But if it's only 5% of my calories, then it's really not going to be a huge deal because my body's going to be able to consume it and be able to actually, you know, not store any bad calories. Yeah, man. I, I know that's one of the toughest things for people is to actually, you know, be always worrying about, oh, how much does this have? How much does this have? And, you know, that's why yeah. the easiest way people usually go to meal prepping because that's, you know, they already comes with everything, you know, telling you how much it's going to have on there and whatnot. But I'm like Ronnie just said, you know, it's not something you got to do forever, you know, all year, you know, it's just for a few months, maybe even a month, just a month, you know, just yep. try it out. So you get used to your body. And then once you get used to that feeling, then, like he said, just you'll you'll have a good idea of where you're at just regular basis. Exactly. Exactly. And that basis will be able to take you from calorie counting actually, you know, being able to just have a day <laughs> and understand where you're at with your calories. Because it doesn't really matter whether you calorie count or not, like I said before. But what does matter is you need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose fat. So you kind of have to understand where you're, at, where you're at with your calories. And being in a calorie deficit, once again, people, this means that you need to burn more calories throughout your day than you consume. That's the main goal. So if you do decide to count, if you do decide to take our encouragement, if you do decide to really dig in for a month, at least for a month, um, just give me one month to really jot down everything you eat, um, you could choose to do your calorie deficit in a couple different ways because, you know, we're not all the same. It's not feasible for, for us to think that we could be like, you know, all doing the same exact thing and it worked for everybody. Like I woke up and got and, and started waking up by, or I started working out by 4.55 o'clock today. A lot of people wouldn't want to do that. Some people would. Some people like, yeah, get out of the way. A lot of people wouldn't though, you know? So it, it really all depends. So what I'm saying is that in order to mix it up, I, I gave everybody three separate ways you can actually cycle your calories in order to make sure that your body keeps burning. And it keeps burning fat and it keeps fast tracking us to the goals we want to achieve. So the first one is just a regular calorie deficit. So a regular calorie deficit is obviously staying. It's not a cycle method. Seven days a week, you stay in the same calorie deficit. So let's say that we had our calorie deficit, a calorie maintenance level of 11,900 calories. Okay. Or let's say, let's say, uh, uh, uh. 12,000 calories for the week. I for mean, week. not, not, yeah, not for a day, for, for the week. Let's say we had a 12,000 calorie limit for the week. We'd want to be, let's say, overall, maybe 100 calories to 150 calories under that. So let's just say 11,900. So a regular calorie deficit, you would see yourself, in order to meet those goals, you would see yourself eating about 1,700 calories even every day of the week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Every day of the week, then you would be able to lose fat over that week. And it's literally that simple. It's a math, it's just math how your body works. And 
people don't understand that. Even if you eat half bad things, are you gonna look amazing? No, but you will lose fat. The thing about fat loss is, once again, it's how much our body burns. So if your body's expending whatever you're putting in it because it's only a certain amount of calories and it needs those calories, it's gonna burn them. It's not gonna store them. You get fat by overstoring and overstoring and overstoring over time. Rome wasn't built in a day and it wasn't it wasn't torn down in a day either. Yeah, facts on that. <laughs> I feel like for for this uh, method, you know, that we're on right now, um, people, um, especially like someone like me, the way I would have gone about this one, you know, having to get that same number every day, you know, it's probably you're probably gonna end up eating pre- pretty much the same foods because you know it's. To have to think about something that tastes, you know, good and actually has the same amount, it's going to be pretty hard. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is hard. It is hard to figure it out. But if if you're really done with, you know, not making your gains and you really don't want to leave room to cheat and you just want to yeah. make it super, super simple, the regular calorie deficit is for you. It doesn't really leave much room to cheat, like you said, and, and leave all these nice things uh, and sweets and stuff in there. But... What it does allow you to do is it allows you to stay on track because you don't really have to deviate. Oh, what, how many calories did I get to eat today? Oh, yeah. Da, da, yeah. Da. You're just, boom, you same thing know, every day. Yeah. So if you can handle that, not met, once again, not many people can, but everybody's different. So if you can handle that, go for it. The next way would be to alternate days, alternating calorie deficit days. So let's say that um, uh, you don't, want to do that you don't want to do the same calories every single day like it's monotonous you don't like doing the same thing every day and you want to have some good food too well that's easy the only problem is that some days you're gonna have to cut down some more calories so meaning that on monday you're gonna have to intake a smaller amount of calories and then on tuesday you have to eat a larger amount of calories than you usually would so let's say Monday, and it's just rough numbers, you'll eat 1,475 calories. And then on Tuesday, you'll eat like 2,225 calories. And then on Wednesday, you'll go back to the 1,475 calories. And you just go back and forth, but this does allow room to cheat now. Because yeah. when you're used to the 1,475 calories, that, that still gives you another six 700 calories to eat the next day. Sounds like a Snickers bar, really. Yeah, (laughs) two maybe. Maybe But yeah, maybe two. (laughs) King Snicker bar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but it really depends on what your flavor is. It doesn't matter um, what you cheat with. Me, I always go for actual food, like real, like whole food, and I overeat on that (laughs) if I'm going to eat extra calories. You know, like actual real good steak or shrimp or, you know, an actual quality, you know, place to eat, you know, going out to eat somewhere. But it's usually good stuff, veggies, you know, the whole nine yards. Like that's what I usually go for because in my head, if I'm going to get any, if I'm going to put any kind of extra storage in, I'm going to try to put good storage in, not bad storage. The bad storage would be like, you know, if it was only 500 calories or 600 calories out of my 3000 calorie day then it's no big deal. <laughs> but it's got to be that way. So it, it's, it's if you're somebody that can alternate days and oh, I can cheat one day and then the next day I can, you know, I can cut back because I know the next day I'll be able to cheat again. 
then this method might be perfect for you. Yeah, that method, especially if you're someone that has a busy, like crazy schedule, that some days you're busier than others, then that, that that's actually that's perfect. That's actually a great schedule, yep. Yeah. Exactly, like if you're gonna work, if, if you're someone who works in the you know medical field sometimes, they have off days, you know, or uh, even police officers, you know, three days on, two days off, yeah. two days on, three days off. On the off. days that you work, you, you're low calorie intake, on the days you're off, you, you do Basically, increase. you yeah. could do it that way too, yep, yep. exactly. So yeah, and and just come up with that with that seven day, you know, because a week's made up of seven days. Technically, you have the weekend in there too, but it's made up of seven days. So over that course of seven days, we came up with twelve thousand initially, and that's what I based the seventeen hundred off of the regular calorie deficit, right? So you need to find out what your number is, what your maintenance calories are per day, find out what that is for the week, and then make sure you just eat under that when you're doing these alternating calories. And then you can tell exactly how much you need to eat on each day. So you can stay on point. But if you're like me and you really enjoy food, um, then you might like this next one. Right? I know you like this one, next <laughs> yeah, one. You wanna, you wanna kinda tell everybody what it is? <laughs> yeah, man, it's, what, it's the weekend lover because we just love to eat bad on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> So this deficit method is used for those who want to really enjoy their weekends, of course. The only thing is, is you have to sacrifice your week a little more than you usually would. So you got to eat relatively low throughout the week. Yeah. And then you can crush it on the weekends. <laughs> I know for me, that's not too hard because like you <coughs> mentioned, like, you know, during the week you're working, so there's not much time to eat. So as soon as the weekend comes, that's when you go out to eat and you just, you know, you're e eating with your eyes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all kinds of things that look good. So what do you usually, what, what are you usually a sucker for? Uh, I'm usually a, a sucker for uh, anything with chicken and steak on the weekends, man. I usually go out, get me some chicken tacos or, you know, get me a nice steak. So a lot, anything with a lot of protein, because, you know, I'm trying to put on weight, <laughs> trying to put on good muscle size. <laughs> so that's that's awesome, my man. goals right now for the weekend. Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So just to give everybody an idea, your Monday through Friday would basically look to be about 1,400 calories. If you're on the same uh, 11,900 calorie deficit to your 12,000 calorie week, you know. Mm -hmm. So you would need to be at 1400 calories and then on the weekend you'd be able to intake 22. Yep. So, you know, you win. <laughs> Sounds about right for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, obviously Roy's calories and my calories need to be a little bit higher. So, you know, people understand that go off of what your body weight is. Your body weight is based off of or your your um your in your uh, maintenance calories is based off of your body weight. So you take what you are, right? Take your body weight, multiply it by twelve. That's your maintenance calories, and then multiply that by seven to see what your calories are for the week. That's the number you need need to get under for the week. And really, check out your five day period if you're. I mean, because I know a lot of people are weekend warriors who I want to have a great weekend. I want to hang out, and who doesn't, right? So. Um, if I if it was me and I'm doing the weekend warrior thing, I'm really going hard Monday through Friday. I'm really staying on the top of my diet. I'm trying not to eat anything bad. If I do, it's a very small amount. 
And then on the weekends, whenever I wanted to eat bad, I go for it. And then you kind of kill that craving for the next week and then on to the next. Yeah, I feel like this method is for sure probably the one that most, your average Joe is, is going to be able to handle. The other two is going to take a lot more commitment and, and mental, you know, battle because it is a lot more challenging to do those other two. But if you're just someone who's your average person, you know, I think the weekend lover one is the one to go with, especially for me, someone like me. Ah. <laughs> <likes> to eat. <laughs> no doubt about it, man. I totally understand. That's how I am, too. Well, um, I hope this insight kind of gives everybody an idea on how to really uh, control their calories and stay in a calorie deficit because, once again, at the end of the day, that is what this is about. Being in a calorie deficit is how you lose fat. It doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't matter if you stay in a consistent deficit every single day to hit your maintenance goal of being 100 calories under under your limit, um, at least. If it's easy for you, then go lower. But uh, not too much lower. We want your body to catch up. We don't want it to shock it. Uh, and if you can't do that, use the alternating calorie deficit method. Eat high calories one day, eat low calories another day. And if you really like your weekends, like I know a lot of people do, as I said before, really crush your week. Have a great week so you do not feel guilty about eating on the weekends. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Like I said, ask any questions. You can DM us through any social medias, Facebook, Instagram, PPTC Fitness. Follow us. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Roy. And see you next time.